Yep, there it is. Good morning, everybody. Welcome okay, to Java Chat. <laughs> My name is Mike Kalikini, otherwise known as Java Chat. Uh, Coffee with Mike. Uh, I'm sitting here with the founder of Zerps, uh, gentleman to my left, your left is Justin Zerlitich. This is the gentleman that <laughs> has basically helped me um, step up my live game um, by helping me get a few things working with um, OBS. It looks like we got a heavy, heavy mic. That's better. Okay. Yeah, these these first runs when you're just learning OBS, they're interesting. You, you start to get your levels figured out. You start to learn where to place things and how to operate it. You start to learn how to actually do things right. <laughs> it <laughs> takes uh, it takes a couple of times to really get the hang of it. So yeah, we're almost I, there. I get, do I get to sit with the guy who is kind of like my coach at this point. And he's, although he's a digital design master, he's basically like, no, you need to learn this and you got to do this and this. And I'm sitting here going, how? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but thankfully, he's made it very, very easy. Justin is, um, the, again, the owner and founder of Zerbs Media or Zerbs? Just, what? Zerbs. Uh, so it, it's actually Zerletich Design Solutions is the, the, the company itself. But we have three brands. We have Zerbs, which is our digital marketing company that focuses heavily on video marketing and live broadcasts like this. Uh, we have um, uh, what is it? Strategic Gifting San Diego, which is a corporate gifting, strategic gifting, promotional product company here in San Diego. And then we have Studio SZ, which is actually just our in-house motion graphics, VFX, and video production studio. Which is which is how I lucked out because I want a sponsorship package. Yeah, yeah. Michael uh, watched one of my, my good friend's live videos. We were giving away a, an OBS setup, and here we are. Yeah, her name's Trish Lito. She is awesome. She's a Navy vet. She's a live expert. She's been doing lives for like three years now. <laughs> now, yeah. now pretty much over three years. And she and Justin connected and I noticed that her stuff got stepped up. And one day she was like, hey, we're doing this and Justin's a sponsor. If you do something, you might win. And I came back the next day and she <laughs> saw me pop in and she goes, Mikey, you won yesterday. And I went, great. What did I win? Yeah, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or what or what did I do? <laughs> What did I do now? Am I all right? Am I not in trouble again? Am I? Uh, so it's <laughs> so Justin and I connected, and we've it's it's been real it's been real fun to to work with him on this stuff. Um, this OBS stuff is amazing. I, I'm really enjoying it actually, um, and some of the things that he created are just um, dude. Your 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 skills in, in design are, are awesome. I, I really love what you did. Totally enjoyed oh, how you helped me put this all together. Um, I'm looking forward to do a lot more of these. So should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. Um, it is. It's something that I'm really passionate about. Uh, but it, I mean, it took a few years to get where we're at right now. So I, I will talk about it. I'm sure. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love what I do now. <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. What did you do before? Before what you love? Oh do. my goodness. So um, about 80 pounds ago, I was in the Marine Corps Infantry, uh, and Thank then you. I left Thank the you Infantry. For your service. Appreciate you. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, but it's not necessary. Oh. Um, left the Marine Corps, and I landed at my landed on my feet, thankfully, at the Social Security Administration. I was a representative with them for almost a decade. Wow. And yeah, believe it or not, people get jaded when they work there. So uh, after almost 10 years, I got a little jaded, and um, 
we had just had our second child, my wife and I, we had a, a second daughter. And it, it, one of us was working just to pay childcare, essentially. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm so unhappy with what I'm doing right now that uh, I'll just stay home with the girls. Yeah. So, and then six months after staying home with the girls, I was like, I have to do something. <laughs> and one of my, yeah, one of my dreams, you know, was to, to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner. I'd always, always wanted to do something to that effect. But then I got kind of bamboozled, I would say, by the, the social media reality, you know, not real life, but what you see on social media, all of these gurus and kind of the fake, uh, uh, perceptions that everybody puts out of there with their Lamborghinis and their big mansions. And yeah, you know, and so I, I started a t-shirt company because that's what every veteran does. Every veteran has a t-shirt company, yep. you know, uh, it, it adds to my story because I literally started out of my garage. I mean, that is a, a very cliche stereotype that I fit a hundred percent. Yeah. But um, it's, it's a, it's one that works. It's proven to work time and time again. I seriously. Mean, yeah. <laughs> It reduced my cost significantly, oh, and yeah. I was still able to be home with my children. Yeah. Uh, after the t-shirts weren't going well, we started doing the strategic gifting, <clears throat> and that's when I started to kind of separate from the gurus and the uh, masterminds and How'd all you of you know, everybody and their mom. That's an interesting. Say that again. How'd you come across that? It's an interesting like business to get into. A really good friend of mine said, "Hey, look." And I would call him a coach, uh -huh. uh, Jack Schoenberger, amazing man, said, listen, everybody and their mom has a t-shirt company. You're, you're competing with China. You're competing with all your other yeah. veteran friends. <laughs> you're competing with all of these other companies that have much more capacity and, and you know, better margins than you do. Try to niche it down. Don't just be a generic apparel company. And so we found, well, what are some things that we like to do? And, and, it came out to we don't want to be a generic promotional product company mm -hmm. because those are a dime a dozen. Right. You know, you're not gonna beat four M print and all these other companies. Excuse me. Um, so we wanted to do luxury gifting. So we kept the same equipment. We have, you know, a giant flatbed UV printer, we have engraving capabilities, etc. And so now we just find very kind of unique and boutique gifts that you would want to give to a client or to a supplier or just someone you have a good relationship with. Gotcha. And so we focus on that. Our, our margins are much better that way. We can deal with a smaller group of clients that have a higher price point because the gifts matter more than just a generic t-shirt. Um, and, and it's something I'm passionate about because I, I absolutely love people and I love relationships and communication. So helping people build and grow those relationships just naturally fit with what I wanted to do. And it was at that time that I, I loved designing so much that I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep designing and I'll keep the gifting and the, the printing business over here on the side, but I'm going to start another business that's going to focus solely on design work. Right. And that's when I started just doing, um, you know, selling design, selling video production, video editing, graphic design work. And then that organically evolved into a whole digital marketing company itself where we do, you know, web design, graphic design, video design, SEO, you know, any digital marketing service you can imagine is now through this other brand called Zerts. Oh, I got to say good morning to a few people. That's really cool. <laughs> Hang on. Good morning, Travis. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, May. Good morning, John. Uh, and Melanie, if you're still on there, aloha. Um, your story just leads one into the other. It's, it's consummate entrepreneurship. It's, it's trying to solve a problem and, and just leading into another solution. 
and finding another niche to fill, so to speak. Um, yeah, you, it, you, it, it really is. It, it's about, um, you know, it's kind of cliche to say be, staying hungry. Yeah. But really, it's just staying passionate and, and wanting to continuously evolve and, and solve more and more problems and open up more and more avenues for yourself. You know what's interesting? This and this leads right back into the discussion we had yesterday. You 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 had been on a on a podcast recently with regards to authenticity. And yeah. that whole the, the beginning part of things, you know, getting bamboozled by the gurus, everybody's been everybody's been through that one. Yeah, um, it's kind I, of a rite of passage now in the entrepreneur space, yeah, right? It kind of seems weird <laughs> that people have to go through that, but what's what's funny is is I know some of them and I I watched what they did and yeah. at, at the time you know, you know that whole thing seemed like a good idea at the time. You know, um, it was a good idea at the time because it actually got the point across and it made the sales. But as soon as you get found out, all of a sudden your credibility kind of goes. Well, yeah, he might actually yeah. own it now, but when he started, he he basically faked it till he made it. Is that really the way that you want to be as an entrepreneur, or is it, or is that just not? I mean, does that really no. serve? Does it really serve? Is is really the question? I think, and well, it's known. You can definitely fake it until you make it. It, it is do. a legitimate what's strategy. On social. Yeah, whatever's on social yeah. isn't necessarily true. No, one hundred percent. Going back to the gurus, you know, I know, I know a lot of them as well. Obviously, we're in the same communities, and they're not bad people. I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus or call them out. I'm just, you know, they're not doing. They're not doing anyone new any entrepreneurs any favors. No, they're not. No, they're not. And it's taking hundreds of dollars from them a month I, for, I for what advice that they could have got from a blog, you know, or a book or something, you know, someone else's content. Yeah, it, I think I think over half of that gets born out of the the old magic bullet search. You know, I mean, for years everybody's like, "Here's the silver bullet. Here's the magic bullet." And then, I mean, this was this goes back to, geez, the eighties. With with certain yeah. things, and I because yeah. I've been around in in that kind of business for that long, um, that I remember yeah. people coming out. They 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 drive up in these nice Cadillacs, or they drive up in these nice mm -hmm. luxury Mercedes or BMW, and you'd be like, "Oh, I want that," not knowing it's on a lease, it's not owned. Yep. They go to their house. Their or house rented. Is, their house is rented. <laughs> it's it's they don't they don't actually live there. Oh, well, we 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 rent this house. I'm like, make all this money. Why are you renting a house? Well, it's better to, to just rent for now. I'm like. And the reason at that time was so that if they had to pick up and leave, they could go. And and it's like, okay, where's the authenticity in that? Yeah. So even to yeah. this day, there's only certain people that I will work with due to the fact that either I have worked with them before <clears throat> or I know enough of their reputation from other colleagues like you and I do that will be like, yeah, I can do something with them. But it, it's yeah. like how, how far do you have to go? <clears throat> I mean, look, look, okay, as an example. Look at Trish. Trish has, Trish has been hustling her business for the last three years. She finally was able to quit her her nine to five. Yeah, uh, finally, which is yeah. amazing. Only three years into it. And I say only three years into it because in all honesty, that's a fast track. The fact that she it really got, is. Yeah. She got she got that deal with VaynerMedia that definitely helped. I don't think that would have that would have made it any faster, but it certainly helped. And I'll tell you, since then, her networking has gone through the roof. Her business is starting to raise. She's getting all kinds of great stuff, and it's because she's been authentic from the beginning. Yes, she, she doesn't. She doesn't show. And it's something but, that helps with that. Just to touch on a tangently connected yeah. point: TV and radio, podcasts. You know, even just appearing in someone else's blog. Yeah. For those of you starting out now, if anybody stumbles across this video. 
take every opportunity you can because you can leverage those appearances, however small yep. or insignificant you think they may be, mm-hmm. into credibility and uh, just an opportunity to come across as authentic and share your story. But you know, which really- Trish does every day. Oh yeah, in five chunks, and yep. she is the best at it. I mean, she is amazing. She never misses. I yeah. I wish I was more tuned into her calendar because I love I actually love her lives and I, I try to stay as long as I can of course you know I have my calendar like any any other entrepreneur so it's yeah, hard yeah. for me to we're a little busy yeah we're, we're all a little busy um but I love her content because every time she does something I don't care what it is even if she's hashing over something that she's done before which actually I don't think she has not yet she keeps teaching new stuff but, she, but it's just it's, she's just piling on but every time I watch her, I learn something new that I was just like, ah, I got to put that in there too, don't I? And it's yeah. only because my specialty happens to deal in the box that I'm in right now. And this part of it, which is which is what I should be doing, like what she's doing, this part of it I've still not nailed down yet. You've actually kind of helped me nail down a small portion of it, which is all of this live uh, in these mm-hmm. interviews. Doing five minutes for me is damn near impossible with what I do. Because I talk yeah. a lot about, yeah. I talk about the buyer's journey. I talk about data. I talk about I, it. Just, and then of course I'm hyped on coffee, so you can't shut me up. Um, <laughs> well, and Trish will be the first one to tell you that five minute lives is a name. Yeah, you know, obviously it's going to vary based on your business and your industry, and you know, a million other factors. But there's so much power in this type of live video broadcasting, and. I, I, my little part of it is just to ensure that you provide your customers or your, your audience, a, a nice branded, you know, pretty, uh, experience. Thank you. That's really nice. Um, <laughs> so, so tell me how long did it take for you to, I mean, through this journey, what we, what are we talking about? A span of a year, two years, five years, where are we at? Um, we are, we're into our, so let's see. This is our second year okay. of doing business. So it was as, 2017. Well, as, as from, from the very beginning, from T-shirt to now, it's only been two years. Yes. So, so you're on a fast track. It was too. like October 2017 is when I was like, okay, listen, honey, <clears throat> I love being here with the girls, but I have to go do something. And that's, uh, it, I think it was February, late January, early February of 2018 that we actually launched our first website and said, hey, here's our designs and our shirts, you know buy my stuff, et cetera. Um, and it didn't take but maybe six or seven months mm. until, you know, I, because I, I'm kind of, I don't want to float my boat, but I was, I'm in tune with myself. Oh, I know oh, who oh, I fl- am. Float it, float it all day, brother. That's why you're here. <laughs> it's all right. It, there's a, I, I have an internal sense of myself that like, I know when I'm doing something I want to do and when I'm going down a path that doesn't feel right to me. And so it only took about six or seven months before I was like, okay, like this masterclass, this group that I joined, you know, I'm, I'm not, it's not me. That's not who I am, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I I left that. I stayed connected with the one guy. I told you Jack Schoenberger who really, you know, he was a nuts and bolts guy. You'll find a lot of these gurus are very, philosophical and esoteric almost in there if you're not just a pra- believe if you're not a you know, if you're not a practitioner i don't want to hear from you yeah jack was very much numbers strategy implement this we're going to do this boom and so that's immediately upon taking his advice moving into the strategic gifting niche it just went boom perfect you know perfect and 
Ever since then, the strategic gifting has continued to grow, and I've been able to focus on my design with Zerd. So I'm very, very fortunate because as we were talking about, like with Trish, sometimes it takes three, sometimes it's five. You know, some guys aren't successful for decades. And I'm not saying that I'm successful. I'm by no means a millionaire. I'm sitting in my home office, you know, because I'm fortunate enough to be able to, to work from home. Um, well, we got to remember, too, that the, the definition of success isn't money. No, definition no, no, no. I'm doing what I love. Yeah, there you go. And I'm I'm making enough to provide for my family, my daughters, my wife is happy. You know, I, I'm I'm doing okay. Yeah, you and you, I love what I do. That's the that's that's success. Yeah. I don't work. It goes <laughs> I, I keep going back to Tony because he's the one that came up with the most succinct way of saying it is success is being able to do things the way you want to do on your own time when you you yeah. know, when you want to do it. It's not the exact wording, but it, it's the idea is the same is if you want to be able to stay home, be with your family, and you can support them to a point where you're not stressed out over over next month's bills or this month's bills, even worse, there you go. You, you've already reached one level of success. You've already gotten successful. Now, mm -hmm. where, do you, where do you want to go from there? That's a different story. Now you're yeah. trying. Now you're looking at achievement versus just success. So, and and anybody that wants to contest me on that can over a steak dinner that you're buying, feel free, reach out. I'll have you sit down with you. <laughs> um, the, but yeah, I mean, to be able to do what you've done in just a matter of, again, two years, that's fast, dude. Um, yeah. I'm one of those. That's a 10 year cycle. I'm, I'm not wildly successful. I'm not one of the biggest dudes out there on online. Um, my specialty, believe it or not, and it's only because I get frustrated with people is business etiquette. Um, cause most people yeah. don't have any, um, and then, and then the rest of it has to do with marketing and being able to help people do better on their Facebook ads, do better on their advertising period. Um, <laughs> it's, it's for me in the last couple of years, a lot of stuff has pulled through really fast. Um, and, and I've had to like learn really fast and thankfully I'm a decently fast learner because I think mm -hmm. I am. Um, well, I mean, as you'll attest, just like everyone else, especially in marketing and business, I mean, things are in constant flux. Oh, the MBA yeah. is not, you know, nowadays the MBA is not what it was 10, no, 15 years like. ago, just because of the ever evolving nature of, of marketing and business in general. You have, you have a much better chance of having a relevant MBA if you're looking at international business. And even then that changes quickly too, um, mm -hmm. or something that's not necessarily in the marketing niche, like finance, if you're talking about business finance. I've, I've foregone, I, I did my undergraduate at a small college called Champlain College, and I got Good just a generic you. business management degree um, with a minor in supply chain management because I thought, okay, you know, I'll need that because I'll be sourcing all these different products, right? Um, <laughs> that quickly changed. I was offered a, an opportunity to teach uh, a intercultural communications course while pursuing my MBA there. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my goodness. Hey, look who's there. Pardon me one second. Good morning. <laughs> Okay, I'll be right there. Oh, that I'm was so adorable. sorry about that. No, it's all good, dude. This is all part of how, dude. It's live. What do you want? That's exactly what that's we. Part expect. of working from home. That's it's part. Of, it's part of being able to do this is to be able to have that. That's totally. She's adorable, yeah. dude. How old is that one? Well, thank you. She just turned three. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Total adorable. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. No. Uh, my, my, the, that, the whole the whole thing about getting the degree and this is still this is still argued about by sides if you will how relevant is a degree i was just talking with a friend of mine who teaches as an adjunct at um, golden gate up in san fran 
And he says, you know, there's still some things about an MBA that may, you know, help out as far as lending to credibility. And I'm thinking, yeah, I can see that. I'm so results-based that I would rather people talk about me than my degree because I have one. I have a, I have a BA from a, from a college, yeah. business administration, marketing distinction. I spoke with a buddy of mine's when he graduated from Oxford with dual degree. MBA in international, um, MBA in internet marketing, and an LLM, basically a yeah. JDA, and um, from Oxford no less. And I, I called him up literally. I'm, and he's by the way, he's an, one of the old school lead farmers. So he was making seven figures a month just generating leads and lead lists <laughs> back, back in the 90s. first hit. <clears throat> back in the nineties, early two thousands, he got his degree in oh five five I believe. And I, I called him and I was like, dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, can you tell me about the program? I, I would, I, I, I want to go get my degree. He cut me off. He says, don't. I'm like, yeah. what? He goes, Mike, you know what I do? I'm like, yeah, you make a freaking killing doing lead generation. He goes, yeah, I knew more than the professors at Oxford. He says, don't. You're at about my level as far as knowledge is concerned. It'd be a waste of your time. Don't do it. I'm like, so what am I supposed to go take then? He goes, anything but marketing. So it's like, okay, now what do I do? And, and, and of course that, that leads back to the self-education and going again, going back to being authentic, what's really going to serve me. Yeah. You, you figured that out after your, after your degree. And, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm putting myself in a pickle again. Um, just because I, I refused that, I, what I was talking about earlier about the potential to go teach a course and pursue my MBA at the same college that I did my undergraduate. And I said no, you know, at the time, because as you had just mentioned, you know, number one, an MBA is a very, you know, <clears throat> generic kind of thousand foot view of business. If it I is. were to suggest someone go get a graduate <laughs> degree in business, I would look at something more focused. Um, probably like an organizational leadership degree or something to that effect, not, not the MBA anymore um, or accounting, you know, whatever, just something specific, much, much more specific. Yeah. I, I but think... I wanted to focus more on design. So yeah, you know, I'm going to continue learning and educating myself through non-traditional means for business, but I actually um, this summer am headed to Cambridge. I will be attending Harvard to do digital media and design. They now have a master's Now uh, that's program. something. That's that's different. Now that's That's something. why I refused my undergraduate school because it was like, you know, I normally, for design work, I'm like, do I need a master's? No. What I need is a nice portfolio that shows that I can apply real world, you know, design techniques to sure. video and photographs and everything. Yep. But there's just something about a Harvard or a Yale or a Stanford that you want on your pedigree. You know? Yeah. So I'm going to bite the bullet and uh, I'm going to their extension school, which allows me to stay here for most of the degree. Uh, and I only have to attend, I believe it's two courses at the actual um, school itself. So wow. it'll be fun. And you, and you live where? San Diego. And you're going to be attending two college, two classes in Harvard. Yes. In, in Harvard, where they have had attacks. Yes. <laughs> Complete opposite end of the country. Um, About luckily, two months after, we're going to be, you're going to be wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, uh, taking, um, what is it? The, a couple of the courses that's required to graduate are extremely short and can be done like 
in like a crammed session. So can the counselor is going to allow me just to come for a summer and knock out those. Uh, it's almost like auditing. That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I wish you all the best on that one. That's that's smoking. That's a real good idea. I, I, if yeah. I had something that Thank specific you. that I could go after, I'd probably try to do it too. I mean, it and just, the, you know, it's normally I, I, I feel like I'm in a pickle because I'm the guy who's speaking out against chasing these degrees and design and marketing and whatnot because of the ever evolutionary nature of the business. And all you really need to do is demonstrate that you can get results and demonstrate that you have an understanding of current technology and you'll be okay. Yeah. But I just, you know, something in my brain's like, I can't pass up the opportunity to go to Harvard. No, I mean, if, you get, if you're getting accepted and you get that any school like that, and if it was Stanford <laughs> saying that, it'd be like, you'd be a fool not to take it, you know, Pepperdine, yeah. any of those. I mean, they're all great colleges. Um, I actually was talking with USC at one point about getting a master's in communications. And I thought about it and I was <laughs> like, why would I do that? I already communicate fairly well, I think. I, I maybe maybe miss once in a while but oh oh lenny popped in hey lenny if you're watching how you doing brother um <laughs> lenny windsor former writer for a very well-known show out of the uk money believe it was monty python great guy oh, wow. killer killer comedian guy's hilarious um older gentleman just just still knocks it out of the park when it comes to laughing i mean he's he's so funny um anyway yeah, that's that was that was the whole reason that I was talking to my buddy about Oxford was like, get a degree from Oxford, holy crap, you know? And it's right. like, yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. bother, it's not gonna it's not gonna serve you. It'd be a waste of money. And I'm like, you're killing me, Smalls. What are we doing here? You know, what, where do I go? What do I do? Um, I have as of late talked to a couple of people about finishing up and grabbing my MBA. And there are a couple of colleges that my current credits would probably still. I'd probably have to audit a couple of courses. But. I really, really love my undergraduate school. I would recommend them to anyone. So uh, they have a completely online, fast-tracked MBA program. It's called Champlain University or Champlain College. Oh, Champlain, yeah. Yeah. Um, check them out. I mean, it, especially if you're just trying to stay home and not go to campus, they yeah, were amazing. I, and their staff's I wonderful. I, I loved every every moment there. We'll, we'll we'll definitely have to check that out. And of course, if anybody's watching, you know, there's a there's a recommendation from somebody who knows and got into Harvard. So you know, it's, <laughs> of all things, the only reason I even went to Champlain is because they had I was still working at Social Security at the time when I when I went back to school. Right. And they had a um, federal government employee like tuition discount. Oh, okay. Well, that helps. So if you have federal employee friends or just anyone, because just because it's such a great school, definitely check them out. I recommend them. Yeah, if, if you're going to, and that goes back to, if you're going to go into debt, make sure make sure there's a return. <clears throat> oh, yes. And that doesn't mean on a job. Mm -hmm. And this is and this is where I get in trouble a lot. Well, you're supposed to get a job. Okay, if you want to get a career, all right, that's one thing. But if you're doing it just to get a job that pays you more money, you're doing it for the wrong reason. And this goes back to our discussion on authenticity. Mm -hmm. As an entrepreneur, if you go into debt, you're supposed to be returned. If you're not looking at what you're going to get back, you're missing out on everything, not just some of it, because there goes your family time, which I've suffered. There goes your personal time, which you will suffer and find out down the line. What the hell am I doing this for? I have no time for me. Um, yeah. and, and it's interesting. I still fight the guilt of I got to get off of this thing and go take a walk after this interview. I'm going to get up and go take a walk around <laughs> the block and just chill out for a minute and reset my head so I can come back, sit down and get back to work. If yeah. you're going to do something, the return needs to be complete. It can't just be financial. 
And I think that's where a lot of people miss. Um, um, what's his name? Um, Billy Jean. Uh, you know who that is? Yes. He not long ago came out with a with a video talking about um, his journey to get back to health because out of all the success from his business, his home life was suffering, his health was suffering. He had gained so much weight from all the partying and blah blah blah. And he's and he's still on that journey. He's not talking about it that much, but he came out and was really clear, guys. This is what success can do to you if you're not careful. And he's not the only one I've seen that happen to. I've seen numerous marketers like no, and through the you'll roof. hear that. You know, it's funny because who you hear it from most are guys that, you know, have been successful for, say, you know, a couple decades, 20, 30 years. And then all of a sudden they're kind of looking back like, wow, you know, I missed out on all of my kids' childhood. I missed out, you know, I neglected my wife or my spouse for how long, you know, things like that. <clears throat> and I think it's very important to kind of nip it in the bud at this stage where I am now just to ensure – Again, going back to that fake social media life where everyone's, oh, hustle, grind, you know, 24-7. No, no. Be your family and you, yourself, you deserve more than that. Yeah. I mean, the whole reason we get into business is for the, radi the, the radiant benefits of business, right? right? The radiant benefits of working for yourself are right. being at home, yep. <laughs> uh, having more freedom, Yep. and, and you know – well, that's pretty much it, I guess. Those two are what I'm coming to those, talk in my those, head. Honestly, those are the those those should be the base and and really deepest parts of it is having the freedom to do what you want on your in, in your way when you want to, and being yeah. being being at home, being able to be with Why your family. Why then would we force ourselves to work for ourselves twenty four seven and neglect those around us? I mean, relationships are extremely important, so it's important for me that I remind myself the same way you do. You know, okay, I need to go take a walk. You know, like my daughter there, I, I have, she has her cracker, she has her TV. We'll be good for about another 20 minutes. And then I know, you know, I can't we'll get neglect to her. her. We'll get to see her again. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I will have to go and, and you know, we're going to go practice our flashcards. We're going to, you know, it's just those things. You can't be sucking into your business 24-7. You have to respect those relationships that, that you know, you're, you're in. It's, it's yeah. healthy, number yeah. one, and it's just good. There's a there's a couple of people who I admire because they've figured out the part of work and balance. Um, mm -hmm. One gentleman's name is Seth Green. You and I have discussed him. Um, his yeah. business has allowed him to coach over I think 24 plus seasons of soccer for his son. Wow, um, that's telling. Um, then you got people like Brendan Bouchard, who also has a family and is also able to spend time. You don't hear much about his family, but he's got a family life. And he's one of those that's like every 50 minutes he gets up off his desk, stretches, walks around, does other things. And there are numerous other ones too. They're, they're just like, I want to be there when the good things happen. You know, like me working from here, there are times when I can, my son's 17. A lot of what he does is online. So literally all I have to do is pull up a tab on, on the browser and I can watch what he's doing. And he does, yeah. he does videos. He does virtual flight. He does, I mean, he's done live shows already online. And we're trying to get yeah, him to pick up a, a Twitch channel. Wants to be a pilot, right? Yes, he's actually in a magnet yeah, program. Yeah, that's so cool. He's in a magnet program at the at the end of his senior year. He should be soloing for his private pilot's license. That'd be amazing. Oh boy, will it? Because then Daddy can go all over the place whenever he wants to. <laughs> so I go, son, we're going to San Diego. We're gonna go. Vi we're gonna go visit Uncle Justin. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get the point. It's it's. You've already said it. I just said it. The the ability to 
take entrepreneurship to the level that it's supposed to be at. Yeah, there's hustle and grind, but even even like Gary Vaynerchuk says, there's there's 18 hours in a day for you to get to work. What are you doing with those 18 hours? Are you screwing yeah. off or are you making use of it? And for for guys for guys like me that are creatives, we have a hard time sitting still very long. And yet, if we get yes. hyper if we get hyper focused, you can't move us. So there's there's danger on both sides. One side it's hard to get focused and get to a deadline, and the other one it's it's hard to unfocus and get the heck off of the damn thing so you don't end up overdoing it. A hundred percent. I'm exact the exact same way, and I'm incredibly introverted, which is odd because I I enjoy talking and I enjoy communicating. I was about to say, boy, sure can't tell by this interview. (laughs) But I, I, you will not see me out in public. I will not be, you know, smooching at these big conferences. If I do go to a conference or an event, I will be, you know, in a corner doing my own thing. But then I so, have those so moments you, where... you just you have a new partner that's going to come with you to certain events, and I'm going to drag you out in front of everybody, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, "You need to talk to this guy." <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, everything is online, and you're right. You can get hyper focused. Yeah. To the point where you know my wife's like, "Hey, are you coming to bed?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, here, here in another hour or whatever." Um, but other days, you're right. You just have to kind of remove yourself. Do, and... do you do you have that right shoulder trigger or that left shoulder trigger? Rather, do you have that trigger? What are you talking about? The left shoulder trigger? You don't know that one? No, no, do tell. That's that's the one where the wife comes out, puts her hand on your left shoulder and goes, come to bed, dear. Oh, no. It's usually something thrown. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Get to bed! A chancla, you know, like a... Well, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I hope I hope one day whoever it is, I, she doesn't do that to me. That'd be hilarious. No, I give up everything. In my house, it would turn into an all-out kung fu black belt theater kind of thing. It would be like <laughs> things flying all over the place. And she's like, throw me a throw pen at me, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It, I, all of this is because of my wife. And she's a big part of the business, too. That's she helps awesome. out in every way possible. She's a nurse, so she still works Ooh, her wow. job. You know, and she's still she's the most amazing mother to my kids that I could have asked for. So sure. I'll let her beat on me occasionally. <laughs> well, yeah, because you know she can heal you at the same time. Well, I would let her that that, that happen too. Um, yep. Hey, listen. So we're getting kind of close to the end, and I'll ask you I'll ask you two questions. One, I'll ask you what is the biggest piece of advice you can give to somebody that's thinking about being being an entrepreneur with regards to either your special specialty or just in general. Just what what's no your in piece general. Of I mean, it goes back to kind of the running theme that we've been talking about the last couple of days, and it's authenticity. And I know, you know, as a new entrepreneur, you're probably going to to fall into the, some of the same pitfalls that we all have, which is you're watching what you see on Instagram and Facebook and kind of that, that fake social media life. And I want to stress that you need to be authentic to yourself and to your own passion. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to be this guru. Don't try to fake it until you make it. Know your place, know where you're at, know what you know, apply that passion and knowledge to your business, and you'll succeed, and you'll feel good about yourself. You won't have these problems that we read about 30 years later, you're crying because you didn't watch your kids, you know, first communion. No, no, be true to yourself. Keep that authenticity throughout all areas and all aspects of your business, and you'll be rewarded. People love authenticity, and they love, you know, uh, just a genuine, just a genuine connection. Just, just be, be a nice guy. Cool. I dig that. Treat really others that. like you would like to be treated. I, 
I don't remember what commandment that is, but it's one of them, right? It's, and it's, uh, it's, that's a it's, big thing it's, as well. It's the, gold, it's the golden rule. It wasn't necessarily the commandment. The golden rule. The, the commandment was to love everybody as if you were to love yourself. That was that's <laughs> the that, that was commandment. Um, but that, that's the second piece of advice is never think you're more important than you are and never think anyone is less important than you. Oh, yeah, totally. Because constantly – I see people belittle others because they're new in business or they're not as successful as that other person. And it's it, one, it's just rude and nasty. Number yeah. one. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's enough work for all of us. We're all in this for the same reason to be with our families, to be, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit, to have the radiant benefits of working for yourself and owning a business to help our communities. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no, place for ego and nastiness there's yeah. a place for ego and self-importance and self um appreciation and all of that you know self-worth is important but when you become that point where you have an ego and you're belittling other people or belittling belittling other businesses it's co completely inappropriate and it makes you a horrible person yeah i wanted to read you something um that a friend posted today um let me pull it up real quick. He is probably one of the most insightful entrepreneurs that I know of. He he teaches some really great, like super great content. He and he just posts it out of the blue. It's it's amazing stuff. <laughs> Those are the best. Yeah. That's another thing for you brand new entrepreneurs. You shouldn't have to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month to be mentored or to get information that will help you with your business. Yes, there are some that are very, very good and you will have to pay for it. But a lot of these really good mentors and coaches and people that have been successful give away the stuff for free. Make sure you're joining groups and, and networking and finding people that share information for free. That's the way to learn and, and continue educating yourself. So um, guy's name is Kevin Nations. Great guy. Um, Navy vet. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome guy. Just really, really smart. Um, brilliant. Friggin' really. Um, part of a statement he made today he says most of his clients because he, he teaches high high level stuff uh, most of his clients with the highest levels of success are looking beyond themselves to measure their levels of commitment and those with the lowest are often looking at zero based comparisons or to those of lower commitment to reinforce their fantasies about their levels of commitment and i took that as very simply you can talk all the hack you want about you're not being committed enough, or you're not doing this enough, or you're not doing that mm -hmm. enough. The moment you do that, you're out. You've already lost. But if you're looking at it from the standpoint of, that's where I want to be. I need to commit to that and not worry about this because they've made their choice. They'll be where they're at. If they want to come along, they're going to come along. It's not my job to drag and kicking, screaming, or, or punching yeah. and fighting. It's my yeah. job to go make me move in that direction. And that's I had to I had to reassess this morning when I read that I was like am I still doing it that way and I can't I'm honestly speaking no because I've he, still, I've been watching some of the other stuff much more or much better articulated exactly kind of what we were talking about mm -hmm. with you know being authentic and and not chasing that fantasy yeah. and kind of focusing on your own authenticity and, and your own path. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you'll have to send me his name or a link to his contact. I'll, I'll, yeah, so just I'll, I'll give you his link here in a minute. Um, and if yeah. was, for those of you that don't know who Kevin is, Kevin's probably one of the most authentic 
insightful entrepreneurs you'll ever meet or know of. And the content that he posts is always deep. And you find yourself, I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're not at a certain level, you'll be offended by what he posts. And it's, be, <laughs> and it's because he has no fear of calling anybody out on their shit. And, and he puts it in such a loving, nice way. You can't, you can't be mad at him. The only thing you can do is sit there and go, shit, he's right. And eventually you'll either, you'll either keep following him because you want to keep learning from him because he gives out a lot of great stuff or you'll, you'll, you'll disconnect because you can't handle him. I mean, me personally, I take every, everything that, that is a reference to me, I take it. And it's because I'm looking at, again, that level of commitment beyond myself to go, well, he's right where I'm at. So far I've chosen, I need to choose differently. So that whole thing. Um, last question. You do have a level of success with everything that you have going right now. What's your biggest challenge? Oh, my biggest challenge. Um, I should have had something prepared. What is my biggest challenge? <laughs> I have challenges all day, every day. Huh? <laughs> um, my biggest challenge yeah. right now What's is probably just managing the amount of clients that we have. So something I didn't mention, but we actually just hired another employee yesterday and I made the announcement and I'm very excited. You, you did tell me that yesterday. That was cool. Yeah. That was a good night. Mario Mitchell is an yes. Air Force veteran. He's joining us as a social media manager and community Sweet. manager just because we brought on so many clients in the last few months that I, I've had to be the social media manager for like six different companies. Right. Gotcha. And it, you know, became to the point where, okay, that I'm just a social media manager now. Now I, I'm not able to create and I'm not able to do my content creation. So it got to the point where I needed to hire someone. And I think we're, I mean, he just started yesterday or just got hired yesterday. He'll start, I believe, uh, this afternoon or tomorrow. Mm. But that was the largest challenge. And I think going forward, it's going to be, when do we hire a second? And I think it's going to be sooner rather than later because we're already, we're interviewing even more people. Uh, sounds like, to, it sounds like the challenge is scale of keeping up with scalability. Does that sound about right? Yeah, I guess I don't want to say scaling or growing is a bad thing or a challenge. Oh, no, 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 not at all. I'm just saying it's that's the managing, bad idea. Managing yeah. the scaling yeah. you know, and, and yeah. ensuring that I can manage my business and not just work for the business. You know what I mean? Because you don't need I another be job. I have time to do these things. Yeah. Um, but also, I want to continue creating because that's what I—that's my passion. I want to totally. create the videos and the content. Totally. Uh, so it's good, and I'm very—you know—I want to help my community. I want to help my veteran brothers and sisters by making sure I hire on as many of them as possible, so that they're also earning a little bit of money, helping me manage yeah. these accounts, helping yeah. me get the content out there. So, there. Yeah, that was my largest challenge, which is managing the growth. You think you got that under control now? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm 100% certain that I made a good choice picking Mario. He fits oh, sure. with the company so well. Um, I don't see any problems coming from picking him up. Uh, the only problem that I could foresee happening is needing another Mario. You know, so um, only time will tell. It, it just happened right now, so we'll see. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen, man, it has been a, a true pleasure. We've actually gone, we've actually gone over time which is wonderful i love conversations like this because they yeah they i could sit here and chat all day brother oh yeah i know we we could we could i have <laughs> julie stapleton's just like that she's we could we could sit and talk for freaking ever but um i'm gonna need your link 
to serve so people can find you. Um, guys, when I sign off, you're going to see everything that you see on my live cast from now on. They're all from Justin. He did them himself. Um, and, and I can uh, fairly soon we'll get a nice, you know, lower third and some graphics for these Zoom calls done. Um, I'm still learning. It's all wonderful. I, I can tell you right now, being being served, I got served. <laughs> I got served. I got served. I'm, I'm gonna put. I'm, I'm 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 branding that. I don't care if you like it or not. But you are going to be the guy that serves everybody. That's just how it's gonna go. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Um, Justin's links to his companies will be down in the chat. Make sure you stop in. If you're listening to this on Anchor, check out the description. Uh, if you're listening to it anywhere else, you can you should be able to see the same description as well. Thank you very much, brother. I thank all of you for watching. Remember, be good to each other. Love you. Talk to you guys soon. Ciao. Be awesome.